ETH Podcast COVID-19 Thank you for listening to our podcast special during the coronavirus epidemic. All the buildings of the ETH are shut down and hardly anyone can enter the premises with offices, labs and lecture rooms. What actually happens to experiments in the lab and to ongoing science when you aren't supposed to enter the buildings? Well, my guest will talk to us about exactly that. And like everyone, he's working from home too. My name is Andreas Wallraff. I'm a professor in the physics department of ETH Zurich, uh, and I run a research group that focuses on developing uh, technology for quantum information processing. And we also run a larger number of teaching activities from our lab. Great to talk to you, Andreas. Thanks to the internet and to our computers, I can see you and you can see me, Andreas. Your home has also become your stage for lectures. What is it like to have 300 students in your home office suddenly? Yeah, it's uh, it's certainly special. It's a new experience. I must say that I'm impressed with ETH students and how professional they act in a new situation. I think I had my uh, second online lecture this week. We had a first one last week. And with about uh, 200 people joining uh, through Zoom and were uh, considering the circumstances, I think everything is going uh, quite nicely. We're having all the elements that a regular lecture has. We can show some recordings of experimental demonstrations that the physics department has made in advance uh, of this uh, corona crisis. We can also share slides that we have prepared previously And instead of the whiteboard or blackboard, uh, I use my iPad now to uh, discuss the content of the lecture with the students. And I think overall, the, the students are quite engaged. They participate. Uh, they're still a bit shy asking questions. But uh, otherwise, I think things are going quite well considering the situation. How's your day structured now in comparison with a few weeks ago? Yeah, I, uh, I've also discussed this with a number of other colleagues and It's not at all that we now all sit at home and have a lot of extra time that we can now spend for other things. I think our schedules got way more busy than before. We're trying to deal with all the changes in our regular activities. But we've also managed to keep all our labs activities uh, more or less on the same schedules as previously. So our lab does have uh, group meetings and journal clubs and also uh, team meetings that we do regularly And all these we now do online through Zoom meetings. And while this also makes it a, a bit harder to realize, I think overall it's quite successful in keeping the team together and, and making sure that there's enough interaction and that people know what they're doing and can report and also socialize with the lab. And you also run experiments in the quantum device lab. What does the shutdown of the ETH buildings mean for your experiments? Yeah, this is actually a, a, a major challenge for us. The main focus of our lab is indeed uh, experimental work, as you mentioned. In particular, we uh, design and manufacture electronic devices ourselves in the ETH and IBM clean rooms, the first and BRNC. And first is shut down now, so we're, we can't make any electronic devices ourselves anymore currently which is maybe fine in the current situations because we can uh, continue to use devices that we had already available. And we're also fortunate that at least at the current stage, some of our experimental setups can be fully remotely controlled. And so we are able to at least continue something like maybe 15% or so or 20% of our activities 
in the lab uh, while students are interacting with the setups uh, from their homes and run experiments remotely this way. Andreas, the coronavirus pandemic, has it become a topic in any of your lectures or in your teaching? Yes, so in my last lecture, I asked students whether they heard in any other lectures at ETH already about uh, the developments in Switzerland and, and also internationally and whether they had discussed what the numbers mean that they can see about the numbers of cases and, and the numbers of fatalities. And we discussed in this lecture physical models that you would use to, to understand the situation better. And I hope that this will help students and maybe their friends and families to better understand how to act in these difficult times and how to move forward by creating some better understanding based on the data that is available and that you can analyze with methods that physicists would usually use for looking at different types of problems. So the results were alarming, your analysis. Indeed, uh, I think this made me even much more worried than I was already previously about uh, the development and what might uh, be ahead of us in Switzerland. And so it's important to move forward and be very careful and use uh, social distancing and use the measures that ETH has implemented already to mitigate the effects of this pandemic. Now, Isaac Newton, one of the most influential and famous scientists in history, experienced a lockdown as well. Uh, his university was closed for two years during the plague in the 17th century. And supposedly, while he was working from home, he formulated his theory of gravity. And so he had his great breakthrough actually then. So what's the upside of isolated working in your case? I'm not sure whether I see any immediate advantages uh, uh, for it. Uh, maybe the main advantage, since we're not, I'm not a theorist, yeah. So I think for a theorist, uh, it's uh, good, or for many theorists, it's good to have enough time to think quietly about the problems. But our work is mainly experimental, so the experimental component, building things in the lab, uh, trying things out, making sure that the experiments do work physically in the lab is a major and very important component of our work. And, and we will be missing out on that quite badly uh, very soon, I think. So currently we can continue to work on the results that we have already acquired in the past few weeks, write up a few more papers, uh, start the planning for the future after this has hopefully concluded in a few weeks or a few months. Nobody really knows. Um, but we will certainly reach the moment where we wish that we could all go back to the labs and uh, continue our work there as we'd done before. Um, so I, I think it presents maybe itself as an opportunity for people who can do quiet work and who excel when they do work by themselves. But our research has developed in a, in a team activity which really benefits a lot from the interaction between students and researchers uh, in the lab and, and also more broadly with our collaborators. So what are the expectations toward your students and scientists? Are they different right now or are they as high as they were before? Yeah, I think we're, we're trying to do as well as we can. Certainly, we have to look at the personal situations of every individual. And it will be on this individual basis that people will either find it easy to continue their work from home or, or find it maybe more challenging. And we need to be accommodating of that. Uh, so, so far, I think everyone in our lab uh, copes quite well. I've heard the occasional, yeah, I wish I was more productive while I'm at home 
comment, but but otherwise uh, we're we're doing reasonably well. And but what that will look like in say if the situation would persist for many weeks or, or possibly multiple months, uh, that we will have to see and, and react uh, quite carefully. So I I certainly do see that there could be a, a drop of productivity and, and, and there's sort of a built-in drop of productivity at some stage when we cannot continue our experimental work in our lab, device fabrication, for example. We have students whose focus really was at the current stage to develop new fabrication technology for new devices and, and that is impossible to do theoretically. So in summary, what happens to science in your case during the shutdown now? So we are, certainly will be slowed down some uh, in our experimental work. We'll have the opportunity to summarize our ongoing work and write a few papers. Unfortunately, we have uh, data available to put some of our research results uh, out into the world, uh, hopefully in the coming weeks and months. So we'll focus a bit more on that than we would have otherwise done. And otherwise, we'll try to cope with it as well as we possibly can and keep the morale in the team high and uh, make sure that our science remains as successful uh, as possible. And uh, everyone will have to deal with this situation. And I think uh, uh, different labs will differentiate themselves also how they, how they deal best with this and make sure that their teams can continue to educate each other and also continue their research successfully. Can one say in a sense that you're also closer to your students now because of the situation? I think one aspect about working with students in our lab that I liked is that you can have these encounters that are unplanned. You just walk to somebody's office, you meet them at their desk and you discuss their current problems. And this is much harder now. Yeah, You have to make a, an appointment, schedule something, see that they are free, see that you have time. Then it's through video and you, you can't really stand at the coffee machine and have your joint coffee. It's harder to be at a whiteboard and discuss something. So I, I think there are certainly limitations there now. And uh, I hope to encourage students to reach out to me for more personal discussions as they think it's necessary and, and good for them both for their academic progress and research progress, but also for them personally coping with this special situation. And I'm sure... There are some of them that, that need extra advice for, for how to deal with the situation, in particular if it persists for longer times. Thank you, Andreas. And listeners, great that you joined us. My name is Jennifer Kakshuri, Tiswachter's Audio Story Lab, and sound designer Luki Fretz and I, we produced this episode of the ETH podcast together. And don't forget, wash your hands, stay home, and keep safe. <laughs>